I remember like they announced that spring break would be two weeks instead of one week because of COVID. And my friends were all like, yes, like we were all excited. And then I just remember it was a lot more simple. So I remember I was like with a group of like three other friends and we were literally in the middle of studying for that exam when we got the message that spring break was gonna be two weeks. And we were all excited at the time and we did not think it was gonna be more than two weeks long. I remember, I think I had like something in my physics class and I hated it. So at the time, the only thing I could think of is like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that like we don't have it. We are in really close quarters. So I'm a bit concerned, but I don't know. Not enough to like, if they say we can come back, I'm not concerned enough to like refuse to come back. I feel like I can remember that week so vividly. It's been one year since UT announced that the university would be closing its doors for an extended spring break out of an abundance of caution surrounding COVID-19. That extended spring break would eventually turn into almost three semesters of online classes. It would see the graduation of the class of 2020 and the first year of college for the class of 2024. And it hasn't been easy, not by a long shot. In this episode, we're going to take a look back at this past year and remember the anxiety, the chaos, the uncertainty, and the awful unprecedentedness of it all. But we'll also be looking at the ways that we've grown in this past year, the ways that we've found peace and community in a time where those things can seem impossible. This is from the archives. Um, what were your first thoughts when you saw the email last night? That it had been, like, that the break had been extended? Um, mild concern, I suppose. I know a lot of my friends, I have a friend at Cornell, and they're, like, shutting down for the rest of the semester. Um, and so I imagined that something like this could be coming. That's the voice of Global Studies junior Sydney Severco. Those noises you're hearing in the background are from a full pre-pandemic J2 dining hall from almost one year ago exactly. We got back in touch with Severco to see how her life has changed since that day. God, it has been such a long year. When we last talked to Severco, she had just canceled plans for her grandparents to visit her in Austin during the break because of the virus. A year later, she hasn't seen them in person once. Like many students living on campus, Severco soon found herself packing her things to leave her dorm room behind for a semester of Zoom classes in her childhood home. Now, she's back in her old dorm, but things feel a little different this year, to say the least. When I first got here, I was concerned with all of the things that were different. Like, J2 was so different, and moving in was different, and, like campus just looked really different like the PCL was different and you know this whole like you know the SAC everything was so different that I mean I guess that was like a big concern of mine because it was a shock because I hadn't been here last semester. For psychology and human dimensions and organizations sophomore Stara Pora the switch to online classes meant a return to her childhood home to be with family. Apora says that she considered taking time off from UT because of the pandemic. I mean, I'm sure a bunch of people considered doing this, um, just like dropping out or taking time off just to 
because they did feel like education was worth it online or that it was harder to study online. So um, around that time, I was just like, this isn't worth it right now for me personally. Pora turned to the video app and quarantine staple TikTok to find distraction and a creative outlet, making videos on everything from Harry Styles to the fashion choices of Joe Exotic. Mr. Exotic himself put us all on. He started the trend. Apora says the early months of quarantine had a very specific feeling for her. That was when it was just starting to get warm. So what I actually did a lot, I would take a lot of solo drives with either me or my dad and we would drive to Santa Cruz and just like watch the waves. So I think for me personally, it was kind of like a lonely but kind of comforting time. When biochemistry sophomore Anika Srinath moved home for the semester, she had to adjust from the learning environment of a university classroom to working out of her parents' one-bedroom apartment. I think the biggest thing was just like having to like attend all my classes like from a mattress in the middle of my living room because like I didn't have a desk, I didn't have anything there. Like Apora, she also found comfort in spending time with her family. I guess just seeing my parents again was like the one positive thing of early quarantine. We would just and the weather there is really nice. So I remember going on a lot of walks, going to the park a lot, and just, I don't know, spending a lot of time with my mom, getting into cooking, just getting into like all the TikTok trends, just whatever I could use to connect with a world was pretty much my early quarantine. When biology senior Kim Fan left Austin, she was a junior with two and a half years of school under her belt. Now facing graduation, Fan says these past few semesters have been far different than what she imagined the final months of her college experience would be like. I was talking to my friend and we were like, hey, so are you gonna get a cap and gown? Because we just didn't know, like it was just really weird because like part of us is thinking like, yeah, we're not gonna, What's the point? We're good. It's going to be like last semester, our last year. But then another part of us is just like, but it's like they are trying and things are changing. We have the vaccines. It's starting to go public. So I don't know. It's just very, it's like split into two feelings of hopeful and then also just like, I know what's going to happen. As vaccination rates increase and the world, at least at the time of recording, seems to be creeping back to some sort of stability, hopes for things like graduation, visits with family members, and travel seem a little closer to reality. I'm excited to start traveling. That's like something I love to do. And I'm just excited to just like call a friend and be like, come over. <laughs> like, I miss that so much. After graduation, like, I guess like once things have like settled down for us, we want to go on a trip to Japan together since both of us took uh, Japanese as a language here at UT. All I want is for it to go back just like what it was last year when we could just be in in-person classes. Like it sounds so weird, like that should be something that's already normal, but now it's like the ideal future. For The Daily Texan, I'm Aurora Berry.
That's all for this episode of From the Archives. This episode was made with the help of Daily Texan audio producers Addie Costello, Jackie Ibarra, Carly Rose, and Michaela Mondragon. Music is courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions. If you want to hear more from The Daily Texan, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Make sure to also follow us on Twitter at Texan Audio so you can stay up to date there too. I'm audio editor Aurora Berry. Thanks for listening. <laughs>